You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The winter meetings are underway, and every team is here trying to improve their clubs for 2017, including the San Diego Padres. I am Allison Footer, and I'm here with A.J. Casabell. A.J., let's talk about uh, really where the Padres are now, which is two years ago. They were making all of these splashy moves. Uh, they were called like the rock stars of the offseason. It didn't quite work out for them. And now here we are. The surprising news that they non-tendered Tyson Ross and are moving from there. So that was that was a big surprise for you. Yeah, I, th- I think frankly that was that was shocking to a lot of Padres fans. Uh, Tyson Ross was the Padres' best pitcher for three years in a row. Got hurt on opening day last season, and it, I, I think a lot of people kind of assume that if, if he comes back healthy, he could be the same pitcher. I don't know if that's the case, but I think a lot of people thought, hey, maybe why not at least take a chance on that? Worst worst case scenario, you can you can flip him for something at the deadline, but he was going to command maybe $10 million or so in arbitration, uh, given what he's done in the past. And uh, the Padres are open to bringing him back potentially, but now they have to compete with 29 other teams who undoubtedly are interested. I think I got on Twitter, I got fans from uh, at least one fan from every, every, any other team asking me, uh, how available or, or what their chances were. So he will be one of the more sought-after, maybe maybe the most sought-after non-tender uh, going into the season. I think the timeline wasn't necessarily opening day. That would have been a rush, but mid to late April. And if you can get five and a half months of 2014 Tyson Ross, that's, that's a pretty darn good pitcher. When you talk about them now having to compete with the 29 other teams, they're also the team that decided not to tender him a contract. So it's, I would assume that he's not looking to really do any favors for yeah. the Padres. Yeah. Well, and and it's it's a business, so they non-tender him. Well, now he doesn't have to. He doesn't owe. He doesn't owe the Padres anything. So, uh, I, I think it might be a little bit of a long shot to, to think that the Padres have a chance to to get get back together with Tyson Ross. But uh, you don't non-tender a guy if you're not ready to kind of move move forward and, and look to revamp the rotation in other ways. Talk about the revamping the rotation. So where are they as far as filling uh, all of the rotation spots? How is that shaking out? Well. I, before Tyson Ross, before they non-tendered Tyson Ross, they had at least two vacancies in the rotation. Now I would say they have three. I don't think there's a single starting pitcher on the Padres who you can definitively say will be on the Padres through, for, for the entirety of the 2017 season. They've uh, Luis Perdomo right now is probably their their projected opening day start. I don't know if they want to heap that burden on on a 23-year-old, but I think uh, he, he would be their their best, their no, their number one starter and. He's, he's a guy who, he's young. I'm sure they want to limit his innings and maybe earn some more team control with him. So uh, Christian Friedrich's the other guy I would say. Perdomo and Friedrich are maybe the two starters that probably have spots in the rotation. And after that, they need, to, they need three starting pitchers. And they have some options. Jared Kosart's coming off surgery. Cesar Vargas, he's, he's coming off a, a shaky elbow, but he'll be, he's healthy now. Uh, he's pitching in Mexico. Uh, Paul Clemens. But they, they, need, they need depth. They need at least three more guys who, who can pitch in the major leagues. And they need to sign. Last year they did it with, with, with Christian Friedrich and with Clayton Richard. Just sign a guy who, who could, who's like a fringe minor league, major league, what, let it play out and see what he does. And both of them ended up helping the team out. So I think Preller said they want to cast a wide net. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they went out and, and acquired four or five starting pitchers just to 
just to go into camp with, with options, because right now they don't have them. When, they, when you look at the list of the uh, starting pitchers that are available via free agency, and of course we hear, it's really a, a very, I don't want to say weak class, but um, a tame class. Thin. So it's a thin class. So you, but you think that they could possibly look at what might be available in the second and third tier, and maybe yeah. just sign some guys for like fourth, fifth starter options? Yes, and that, that's, uh, that's what the Padres have been saying all along. They're not going to make any big splash in the starting pitching market, because Frankly, I don't think there is a big splash to be made, but uh, I, I think if they uh, if they want to sign that kind of second, third tier, they're definitely interested in bringing Clayton Richard back. Uh, they'll they'll go after those kind of guys and, and they and just bring a, bring in some volume. Another interesting uh, another interesting point, which I didn't necessarily expect, at the general manager meetings, AJ Preller confirmed that that, that they're going to look at Walker Lockett, Denilson Lamette, a couple prospects as rotation candidates. I don't see them making the rotation, but they could be guys to keep an eye on for maybe down the road in 2017. So the, uh, a bright spot, really, with the Padres is they have a lot of the young hitters, a lot of uh, players that they've acquired, not, not only through their own drafts, players that they've acquired for veteran guys that they have traded away, and they have a nice core. I know Padres fans are getting excited to see what some of these guys can do. Who are you looking to uh, for 2017 who, who really would be somebody who could have like a breakout rookie season? Well, uh, Hunter Renfro, I, th I think, is he, he, you can't win a job in 10 days after he got called up, but he, he, did, he certainly did his best. He, uh, the one game he had two home runs, seven RBIs, and then the next day he put one over the Western Metal Building, which might have been the, the coolest moment, aside from the All-Star game at Petco Park all season. So he's a guy with, with a, just a ton of power. Uh, he's going to be fun to watch. Andy Green likes to talk about he needs to stay within the strike zone. Uh, essentially, he needs to cut down on his strikeouts and, and maybe – work a few more walks. Uh, he does, I don't know if he needs to work walks. I think his power will scare enough pitchers off where if, he's, if, he, if he stays in the strike zone, then, then he'll, he'll walk enough. But that's, the, that's right now the Padres' concern is, is will, teams be, will he force teams to pitch him in, in the strike zone? And if he does, he, ha, he just has an unbelievable amount of power. He, he will be a fun player to watch. Another one is, is Manny Margot, uh, center field prospect. I don't know that he, he's, he's only 22. I don't know that he makes the roster right away. Uh, but he covers an unbelievable amount of ground. If, it, if the outfield ends up being Hunter Renfro, Manny Margot, and Travis Jankowski, that could be one of the, one of the best defensive outfields in baseball. And Personally, I like watching good outfield defense. So uh, there, there are some fun things to look forward to on, on, on offense with these younger players they have. And how does the bullpen, how does the bullpen look just in general? The, the bullpen, uh, the bullpen's kind of a question mark. They have, I think they like the back end of their bullpen. Uh, the, the biggest... The thing we don't know yet is, is whether Carter Caps will be healthy on opening day, and if he will be, and if he will be back to 2015 Carter Caps, because Car 2015 Carter Caps was a fun pitcher to watch. He's got that quirky, the quirky windup, and and he strikes hitters out left and right. So if if he's healthy, they really like what they have in Brad Hand. They Brad Brad Hand to me is is there's there's no necessarily talk of of, of a trade right now, but he he is a potential trade candidate because teams after the postseason we just witnessed teams are looking for multi-inning relievers uh who can who perform in high leverage situations and who strike guys out and he did all three of those things last year so they have him uh ryan bookter brandon mauer now that's four spots in the bullpen after that i don't know that they have they they, they need to maybe at least at least bring guys in who can compete for those final couple spots so I think they like the back end of their bullpen. They would like to add some depth. Last year they brought in Fernando Rodney, uh, ended up flipping him for Chris Paddock, who's now one of their big prospects. 
Uh, if they could do something like that, maybe bring in a, in a veteran reliever who, if, if they have to at the deadline, they can trade. Uh, expect the Padres to look to do that, that, that kind of thing. Do you feel like they're on a good path? Like, can you see a couple of years down the road things starting to come together for them? I guess with the pitching, there's really uh, no way to really determine if they're going to have like a, a core of starting pitchers that are going to be ready to compete in a couple of years. Yeah, they, have, they have a lot of good young pitching prospects, but they're all in like the, the lower levels of the minor league system. So it's it, this kind of process that they're going through right now, the hitting was, was always farther along than the pitching. So this year, 20, 2017, I think what you're going to see is the hitters, the, Renf, or the Renfro, the Margots, the Austin Hedges, that, those kind of guys uh, breaking through. And then maybe 2018, 2019, you get deeper into the sister, the, the Morihones, the Anderson Espinosas, Cal Quantrill. They've, so they, they have these pitching prospects, and they have a high volume of them. They, they, and they just keep restocking their system. They got one for B.J. Upton. They just got one for Derek Norris. And so they might be 15, 16 prospects in the system, but if you get enough of those guys, some of them will pan out. So uh, the pitching, this is not necessarily going to be the year for the Padres pitching staff to the pitching staff of the future. It's, it might be the offense of the future. Pitching-wise, it won't be. But within the system, there are things to look forward to. Okay. Thank you very much, AJ. Thanks for having me. MLB.TV Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.TV Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.TV for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware. Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.